The following program is sponsored by Friends of Life Outreach International. Coming up on Life Today, Bible teacher Beth Moore provides guidance in navigating the choices we face in life. You could not possibly have known that. Where, where you were more shocked than the other person was? Because you thought, I promise you that wasn't me. I, I, how did you know that? I have absolutely no idea. You know it's happened. You know it's happened. Finding answers through spiritual discernment as we spend Wednesdays in the Word. Today. Thank you. It's all right. We've got it. We this is some kind of nice audience. Are you clapping there at home? I'm James Robinson. Betty, my wife, and I welcome you to life today. Beth Moore is teaching on spiritual discernment. Now, let me just say one little thing about discernment that I think will be helpful. Discernment is seeing things from the proper point of view. I would like to think from the God point of view. And if you want a quick test of discernment, to discern a spirit in you that's rising up. You know, bitterness can rise up, anger, unforgiveness, hatred, all kinds of things can rise up. But if you've got an issue with somebody and something's rising up, is it a spirit of redemption? You want to redeem the situation? Or is it a spirit of destruction? You want to do damage? That's a good, quick check discerning spirits that may rise up in us. Let's listen to Beth Moore talk about discerning the spirit. Here's Beth. So much of our healing when you and I have been through the devastations that that uh, just living for any length of time on planet Earth will invariably bring it won't be being able to see with, with a human eyes that will bring us the kind of restoration we need. In order to be restored, we need perception. We need to perceive more than we'd be able to, uh, to gaze upon with our human eyes. We, we need understanding, not just hearing. That's where our healing will come from. That's where our hearts will be turned and we'll know that there is something so much greater than anything we could touch or feel on this planet in the natural realm. I, I, I just think continually, Lord, if I would cooperate with you, what would you really show me? If I would really give you an ear to unstop what would you do? What would you do? I have a really good friend back in the Houston area who is a chiropractor, and I had never uh, been to a chiropractor before, and I had gotten to know her, and, and, um, and it's just its own uh, kind of, of approach. And so I've been so intrigued by her and by uh, the way she, uh, she sees things from a spinal point of view. Everything comes from that same reference point. And, and so I was telling her one day, she said, you sound stopped up. I said, I am getting the worst cold. And she said, you want me to help you out with that? I said, well, what are you going to do? <laughs> and so 
So first of all, she took something, I don't know what, it kind of uh, smelled like a, a little menthol-ish, I guess like a, like a liquid Vicks vapor rub of some kind, and, and she presses it on my sinuses. But what she did next, I could not have been ready for. She then takes her hands and she pulls my ears, and when, and when she pulls them, I can hear them unfolding like an accordion. I mean, it's like, whoa! Whoa, what, what, I said, what did you do? I mean, I need you to know, I felt like I, my ears were sticking out a foot from each side. About, I mean, all day, I was completely aware. When I went and got back in the car, it was like I had to open the car door like this and scoot in like this. And then, you know, you just like leave the door, the window down so your ear can stick out. Every conversation I had from that point on all day long, I wanted to say to them, I had to resist it, but I wanted to say, you're staring at my ears, aren't you? <laughs> I mean, I just kept pulling my hair over. I said, I've never, I've never, but you know what? I could hear. <laughs> I could hear. When he gives us ears to hear, what, what would he tell us? I want you to jot down another address and, and then we'll get on uh, with our series, Psalm 1912. Jot that down, Psalm 1912. The psalmist David asked a very important question that will become extremely vital to us in our present series. He says this, who can discern his errors? Who can discern his errors? Not just know them, not discern them. Who can discern his errors? Listen carefully. This is what I've come to tell you. If you have the Holy Spirit of the living Christ dwelling in you, empowering you, and you have access to the completed canon of the Word of God, Genesis to Revelation, I'll tell you who can discern her errors. You can. I'll tell you who can discern his errors. You can. We can actually discern our errors. We can uh, make a judgment about something, walk away from it and think, you know what? I, I don't, I'm getting a check in my spirit. I'm getting a check in my something. Something's wrong there. Something's wrong. Or we can pass up an opportunity and think later as, as we're just sitting before the Lord, and as we're just hashing the thing out, you know what? I think I'm supposed to call them back. I do think I'm supposed to do that. To be able to discern the, the plan of God and the next move for our lives through His Spirit. Who can discern her errors? His errors. We can. We can. I wonder how many of us can look back over the course of our lives and think, you know, only God could have told me to do that. Before we look at the times that we have done the wrong thing and, and missed the discernment or missed the warning, before we do that, I want you to just think back on the course of your life about the times you got it right and you know good and well you could not possibly have known that. Where, where you were more shocked than the other person was because you thought, I promise you that wasn't me. I pro I, how did you know that? I have absolutely no idea. You know it's happened. You know it's happened. Times when you knew to make that move. Times when you felt like uh, that you were just like tossing it up. You were, you were nearly mentally throwing the dice. And then you realized later, no, I was not. The Holy Spirit made that choice for me. That was the right choice. That was the right move. And I didn't even have the human rationale to put that together. Times we got it right. But what about the times we did not listen to it? You know, a lesson learned is a lesson learned even if you learn it the hard way. And sometimes a lesson sticks with us 
all the better and all the longer if we learned it a very difficult way because I blew it recently. I blew it. And I'm telling you what God began to teach me. I've looked back over the course of it and I thought to myself, you know what? He allowed me that very walk so that I would turn around, study this out and bring this message. I'm positive of it. I'm positive of it. I don't have um, a really terrible track record of of, uh, blown discernment. I have a bad track track record in a lot of other ways. But I can't tell you that there are a whole lot of times I've just outrightly been duped. But the times that I have have been whoppers. Can anyone go there with me? I mean, big ones. I mean, like, like for that moment, for that time, season-altering kinds of discernment um, and, and that missing link, that moment that you were supposed to catch it and didn't they have been monumental for me. And about a year ago, I received a package in the mail uh, that had a letter of great interest. Someone in my office handed it to me and said, Beth, I know that you get a lot of things put in your hands and I know that you uh, try to get to them all as fast as you can, but you're going to need to let this one go to the top of the list because you are going to love this. And sure enough, I did. In fact, I did wait uh, until I was through that present conference. I put it in my bag, took it with me, got to the end of the conference, was at the airport ready to come back when I began to see this whole story unfold. A woman had written me a letter, and there was a book in the package as well, and then there was a decision card from one of our Living Proof Live events. And in the letter, she says, I am a Holocaust survivor. And she's in her 70s, and she goes on to tell me her story. And she said that a book had been written about her life, and that was the book that she had uh, included in the package. And she said all of what she had been through, and it was a dramatic, dramatic story, as you might imagine. And not only the obvious of surviving the Holocaust, she had gone in when she was uh, three years old and come out when she was eight years old and did not even know her name until she tracked it down uh, through other resources later. It was the most fascinating story you've ever heard. And not only that, then she'd gone on to have a husband and a son only to lose both of them in the course of the, of the decades that transpired. And so at this point, she's telling me in the letter, she said, I've included the decision card uh, that I had at your recent event because there I received Christ as my personal Savior. And I, I couldn't even fathom what she was telling me. I thought, how how can this be? And as a matter of fact, I was looking back on that event and I thought, you know, that's that event where I cannot remember anyone coming forward. You know, so much of what we do is discipleship, but I give a clear invitation every single time, but I must be the worst evangelist ever, (laughs) ever. Because so often, uh, my friends that do this kind of thing, they're just like, people will come in droves. And it's just like, it's just for whatever reason, not what God has given me in that moment that he wants to bless with that kind of abundance. And somebody's going to write me and say, only the Holy Spirit can do that. I know that. I'm just, I'm really just teasing with you. But it was one of those times I thought, are you telling me that out of all of that group, God set his eyes on that one woman that one Jewish woman, and he brought her to faith in Christ. It was unbelievable. And she said, I'm coming to an event, and she told me in about a month, and she said, I would love it if while I am there you would baptize me. 
Well, some of you are going to uh, smile with me when I tell you this. Others are going to think, well, that's the most preposterous thing I've ever heard. But I come from a very, very conservative denomination, and I promise you that uh, I'm not really going to get the blessing to go baptize anybody. It's just not, I, I would really cause a lot of people to stumble in the area that I come from, denominationally speaking. And so that, that was out of the question. But I did get a good friend who is an ordained minister to go with me. I cannot tell you what all we put together so that we could be at this event and afterwards spend all this time with her and then in a service, in a small church, baptize her. And I did indeed go into the water with her, got my own feet wet in those waters, put on a robe. We take the whole thing. It was a wonderful day. And I told her after that, I said, listen, I want you to know in advance. In fact, I told her this right after I read all the material and talked to her on the phone. I said, I would never exploit you. This will be between us. I said, I will not be telling the group uh, that um, at the event that you are there. She goes, oh, please, by all means do. By all means do tell them. I want them to know. This is a very exciting time for me. So. I, I did exactly that. Not only that, I told her story in a couple of very large surroundings and read excerpts from her life story out of the book. Uh, some uh, weeks went by and I was walking into my house after eating dinner with Keith out that night. That's how we eat dinner. And <laughs> I, know, I know he's listening. I know he just said that. That's why I wanted to beat him to it. I'm listening to you, honey. I'm listening to you. And so, so I got a text, kind of got a ping uh, for, on, my, on my iPhone from my assistant who at that time of night normally would not be contacting me about a work item. I mean, she's just a precious young woman who's very much about boundaries and every now and then she might say, I just want you to remember this for tomorrow. But it was, it was just a time of night that normally she would not have been texting me. And I looked down at my phone and she said, she call, very often calls me ma'am. That's just kind of a thing uh, where, uh, where she comes from. And she said, uh, ma'am, she said, I have some news and I feel free to tell you this part of the name because it was the, the name that was in the book. Uh, she said, I have some news about Hannah and you have to understand on an iPhone it can kind of be tricky to text because it's just a touch screen and she said I've got something to tell you about Hannah and it's knit good she meant to write not good but she wrote NIT good knit good knit good and I looked at that I thought knit good is it knit good and so I knew immediately I stopped on my back porch texted back I said it's not true is it she said no it is not I want to tell you why I'm bringing you this message and while we're talking about spiritual discernment, because I knew it. I knew it. I knew it wasn't. Everything in me jumped over it. Only I could not put my finger on it. And there was a book, and it was down there in, in facts on a page. Everything seemed, every duck seemed to be in a row. But something in me, over and over, I thought to myself, and I asked myself this question, what is wrong with you? What is wrong with you? And you would doubt this kind of thing. Who in the world, I, this is what I said, who in the world would lie about something like that? Well, she would. And she's not the only one. There are big talk show hosts that have now come back to tell us that so-and-so that appeared on their program with this big, huge story, maybe this big, huge book, huge testimony, had made up the entire thing, and she had done exactly that. 
to the point that she had told a historian the whole story had gotten so many of the dates right on the occupations of forces and the Allied troops going in to uh, free that camp. Um, I don't know how she might have known. I'd written it in a couple of Bible studies that my father had been among those Allied soldiers that had gone in to free that exact camp. And see, so I got all tied up in the fact that my father was part of her liberation. Is this making any sense to anybody? Only for it to turn out to be a complete lie. Now, I knew it in my spiritual gut. That's what we're going to be talking about in the weeks to come. How to know when to go with our gut. When the Holy Spirit is telling us something, we're thinking in the natural realm, you know what, this really seems to add up. But something feels wrong in here. Something's up. Something's up. Or maybe something feels right. I think this is what I'm supposed to do. Doesn't make a lot of sense financially. It doesn't make a lot of sense logistically. But I do think this is the will of God. This is the next step for my life. When to know to go with your gut. with such gratitude to God for James and Betty Robinson. They are such tremendous people of God, and I not only love them and have so much respect uh, for what they bring to the body of Christ, I also get a huge kick out of them, and I, I love them dearly. So I'm so grateful. Keith and I both love the privilege to serve with them. And I want to tell you something. On Wednesdays, we get this opportunity. This is the outreach that we do on Wednesdays. But somebody else on the other side of the world uh, doesn't even have clean water to drink. They can't even get their minds wrapped around weekly Bible study because they're trying to stay alive. There are people that don't have enough food to eat, and there are outreaches of life that are meeting those kinds of needs. So I love being part of a ministry that has a broad range perspective on the gospel of the living Christ. So thank you so much, not only for participating on Wednesdays, but in all the outreaches of life. We are so grateful, and may God bless you. Don't you appreciate Beth and what she has to say? I mean, just uh, what, a, what an encouragement. Beth, let, let me just say that, that, you know, we got to see glimpses there while you were talking of water and food and needs being met. And, and we really try to make it clear to all of our viewers that we feel like when you come and you teach, it's like giving people drinking water, spiritual water. The Word is water. It's, it's life. And we feel like that's mission outreach. And so, you know, you are, in the truest sense of the word, a missionary, a gifted communicator of God's truth. And so that is actually a part of the outreach. And thank you for supporting it. Thank you and Keith for being a part of it, for Living Proof Ministries being a part of what we're doing. Thank you for that. It's a privilege to serve with you. Uh, now, right now, I want you to look at something that we're very excited about. This is something we've never done before. It is, it is a, a need that when you see it, and, and what I'd like you to try to do, put yourself in the situation as though this was your family or your child or the challenge you faced. Just, just move there, and then what would you be praying for? What would you be hoping for? What would you be longing for? And just know this, and I'm telling you, Betty, this is one of the main reasons I think our viewers enjoy life today. You get to share life today in the truest, purest, most effective fashion, undeniably effective. Watch closely. Our mission teams travel the world helping families who have great needs. 
While in the Dominican Republic, Jeannie Rogers met a young mother, Daniela, and her newborn daughter, Elizabeth. The sight of Elizabeth's twisted feet brought back painful memories for Jeannie, whose first child suffered from the same condition as Elizabeth, a condition known as clubfoot. When I unfolded the blanket around him, I saw his feet, and I was like, what's wrong? What's, what's wrong with them? You know? And um, I cried. I was so brokenhearted. What will he do? How will that limit him? So I know, I know some of the feelings that she was experiencing. She didn't know either. Nothing in, in her pregnancy was indicating that she would go through this. You know, yesterday we were driving in, in, the, in the city here and we had to stop at a light. And the moment we stopped, there were some young men in wheelchairs came up to our car and we looked down and we saw that their feet were like this. And the, these boys who are now young men have had no hope of being anything but beggars. And I'm telling you that if this little girl doesn't get the treatment she needs and others just like her, that's their future. And we can make a difference in her life and so many like her that have no way to get the kind of help they need without our help. You know, I'd just like for us to freeze frame again on that little child there at the very last. And then to just think for a moment about what Jeannie was saying when that mother was showing her the, the feet of her, her precious little child. You've seen Jeannie's son that you talked about. He's an incredible father and a husband, incredible leader. He's been to the mission field all around the world with us. You've seen him with a camera. You've seen him helping people. It's as great a joy as he has in his life. He was an outstanding athlete, just a wonderful person that had the problem Jeannie's talking about, but they were able to address it. Do you know what will correct it for these children, Betty? It's just it's a little set of braces like this. This is, this is one that will go on a, a young child, and here's one that'll go on a baby. These little braces cost $17 each. And when a child is an infant, their, their bones can be bent straight. They can be corrected. Our oldest daughter had to sleep in heavy braces because she was so pigeon-toed she couldn't walk without tripping. And it wasn't club-footed, but it was a very big challenge. It's such a simple solution. Think about this. That mother, Betty, for somebody to reach out and say, I'll, I'll give your child the braces, that's, that's a $17 gift. And I think most of our viewers would say, I could give $34 to get two children a set of braces. Well, James, this is exciting to me because we can start when they're, before they are even, even walking, we can straighten their little feet up, James, so that when they get ready to walk, they'll never even know that they weren't going to be able to walk. We saw some that have become very dependent on, on just a handout, James, because they can't function, they can't walk, they're in wheelchairs because they didn't get the help they needed when they were small. This is what really, I think, is such an 
opportunity to start when they're born and then we can help them to have a normal life again. Well, let me just say that, that uh, this is an opportunity that you can meet. We have a lot of viewers who sometimes say, you know, I can't drill a water well. Uh, I can help with it, but I can do that. I, I can give two braces. Uh, would you do that? Would you go to lifetoday.org and just use your bank card and make a $34 gift or $68 and give a miracle to four little children? And by the way, the doctors that we work with, and many of them who are volunteers, will go over and do serious surgery where the little braces won't work, and those are available at $400. And uh, we're asking God to give us people who would pay for three of those. That's $1,200. In other words, there's a level at which every one of us can have a part. And we have some gifts that we want to send you to say thank you for giving this precious gift, for being the miracle that the mothers are hoping for and the children need. Would you right now go to lifetoday.org? Would you go to the trouble? Thank God you can walk over and get your bank card, go online, or you can pick up the phone and dial the number that's paid for by love. Love pays for the call in case you need someone to pray for, you need someone to talk to. Love pays for that call. But would you call that number today and take your bank card and say, I want to be a miracle in two children's lives or four children's lives. Or I want to provide one of those surgeries for the more serious issues maybe on some that are older, and it will take serious work, but I want to be a part of that miracle. Would you do it today? Thank you so much. Thank you for going to the phone or going online and making the gift God put on your heart. Children born with birth defects in underdeveloped nations are often overlooked, uncared for, and even abandoned. And for tens of thousands every year born with a condition known as clubfoot, their deformity leads to a struggle to just survive. The good news is there is a simple and life-changing solution. This summer, with your support, Life Outreach will provide 10,000 children with corrective braces that will give them a chance to walk like any normal child. With a cost of $17 per brace, your gift of $34 will help provide two children with corrective braces, $68 will provide for four children, and $102 will help give six children braces and the opportunity to walk. And for children with a much more severe need, gifts of $400, $800, or even $1,200 will help provide life-changing corrective surgery for one, two, or three children in need. With your gift of any amount, we'll send you Beth Moore's devotional, Blessed Mornings and Restful Nights. With your gift of $102 or more to provide six children with corrective braces, you'll also receive the Journal Edition NIV Bible. Finally, with your gift of $1,200 or more, you may receive Majesty, our 2016 commemorative bronze sculpture. This summer, join with us to give children hope for a future. Let's give them a chance to walk. Please call, write, or make your gift online today. You know, Beth has been teaching, I think, so effectively for many years all over the world and the incredible conferences, but also right here. And this is an incredible way to wake up and go to sleep. Blessed mornings, restful nights. This is just simple devotional studies by Beth and that have been put together to bless you in the morning, in the evening. And I know it'll be an inspiration to you. Thank you so much. Thank you for helping us give someone the miracle of being able to walk and have a normal life. 
a supernatural expression of love. Thank you for it. Thank all of you for being with us. generation that will declare when light stands next to darkness light always wins samuel rodriguez tomorrow life today is made possible by the supporters of life outreach international your gift will be used exclusively for the exempt purposes of life the ministry features specific outreaches as examples of the programs it supports and conducts gifts are considered to be without restriction as to use unless explicitly stipulated by the donor the ministry is a member of the ecfa